Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Today, I'm excited as I bring you a presentation I made a while ago called Dare to Dream. The narrative revolves around the life of Joseph, who went on to become a global icon or household name as a result of confronting a famine that threatened his generation and designing a multifaceted solution that made Egypt a global powerhouse. The presentation is broken into four parts based on the biblical account, potential, adversity, service, and breakthrough. The potential, what you have the capacity to become, the adversity that confronts you as you try to climb to the top, the service you provide, and importantly, the breakthrough that puts everything to rest. Considering the flow, it would seem that many of us or each of us is at one stage or level or another on this journey. As you listen, find out where you are and what you need to do to get to the next level of your life. Enjoy the experience. Our message today is very simple. Every one of us here should aspire to be a world changer. When we say dare to dream, we are saying aspire to be a world changer. I'll be borrowing from some lessons from the life of Joseph in the biblical story or the biblical narrative of a man called Joseph and challenge every one of us here to be a world changer. So I'm talking about dare to dream lessons from the life of Joseph And let me start by saying a world changer influences the course of history in a definite, meaningful, and far-reaching way. If you want to change the world, you must influence the course of history in a definite way. That means that what you do must be clear. It must be clear and definite. Secondly, it must be significant. It must have meaning. There must be some meaning that comes from what you are doing or that's derived from what you are doing. And the third thing is about impact. It must have far-reaching consequences. To change the world, what you do must reach far. And that is what we want to examine. In a certain sense, the life of Joseph represents the story of many of us. Great promise on our lives, great potential, but our reality often contradicts our potential you start out there knowing that you will become somebody things speak to you and suggest to you that you have a great future ahead but the reality sometimes does not match what you think you can become and sometimes you look at yourself and you say you know you can become but you are not yet In this presentation, I'll highlight four aspects or four milestones in this story. And I suspect that many of us will locate ourselves at one 
of these milestones or another. I'll talk about potential, that is the promise of your future, adversity, that is the battles that surround your dream, service, that is the diligence you apply to your dream, and then finally, breakthrough, when your reality finally meets your dream. I'm going to start from potential and say that potential is simply having the capacity to develop into something in the future. Having the capacity or ability to develop into something in the future. Let's throw in a caution and say that the fact that you have the potential to become something doesn't mean you'll become it. There is potential that is never realized, which means that it could have become, but it never became so. Another definition of potential is latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. Latent qualities or abilities that may be developed. Now, that, that surely means that a potential must be developed or it would always remain the same thing, potential. Potential is futuristic and is hidden. It is a prediction of the future that you can possibly attain. And so when you sit in a conference like this and we paint a picture... What we are saying is that this is possibly who you can become. A big time entrepreneur, a millionaire, an accomplished corporate executive. Whatever we talk about, it is the possibility that lies ahead of us. Now, borrowing from the story of Joseph, there are two key dimensions that underscore this potential. The first one was a compelling dream. Let's all say it together. One more time. A compelling dream. I like the word compelling. It gives the impression of force. A dream that is forcing you, that is pushing you, that is driving you. You can't accomplish anything if you don't have a dream that is burning in your heart. You can't make a significant difference in any field of endeavor if there is not something that is driving you from within. And so the first manifestation of Joseph's potential is that he had a dream. What was the dream? That one day himself and his family were gathering sheaves and he saw the sheaves of the whole family bow down to his. I'm wondering how you would disclose this to your family. And the account says that the moment he he himself, he had problems because in the first place, he had inexplicable favor. His father loved him more than all the brothers because he was the son of his old age. So there is some favor that he had that you cannot explain. And then to add to that, he had a dream. Every one of us, you look at your life and sometimes you have a dream When you compare that dream to your reality, it looks so big. That dream you have is sometimes like something you you shouldn't even dare to dream. 
Because either nobody from your background, your village, your community, your family has even considered anything like that, or the resources and the opportunity required to get there looks so vast and unattainable. A dream is like a seed. It's like a picture. World changes typically nurse a dream in their hearts. Something that when you talk about, people would even laugh. The picture is often bigger than your current reality, but like a woman carrying a seed, that picture is supposed to redefine your life. Redefine the way you dress. Redefine the way you walk. I'm not going to try and imitate Redefine the way you make all the choices. Your diet and everything is redefined when you carry a seed. You can't carry a seed and live a normal life. And so for everyone of you who catches a seed from springboard, when you go back, your life must change to reflect the fact that today you are carrying a unique seed. And not only did Joseph have a compelling dream, he also had favor that was exceptional. Because his father sold a coat of many colors and put it on him. Symbolically, that coat could represent the multidimensional opportunities available to him. The different colors and facets of his life. I don't know about you, but sometimes in your life, there's something you can't explain. You go to places and people just want to do things for you. Some mentor, some senior significant person has just adopted you and given you opportunity that no one can explain. A door has been opened to you and you look at yourself and say, what did I do to deserve this? Sometimes in the life of the world changer, there is some opportunity you can't explain. There is some opportunity you get that you, don't, you can't even say you deserve it because there are several other more qualified people than you, but somehow, somehow, you are preferred. Am I speaking to somebody here? Oh, I can talk about my life. It's not everything I've gotten in life that I deserved. It's because sometimes there is some favor upon your life you can't explain. You can't explain it. You cannot just keep saying, listen, I am the best in the system for this. No. And so, the potential is manifested in two ways. One is a compelling dream. And two is favor that you cannot explain. But each of these ones comes with trouble. And so the second thing we see in the life of Joseph, and which I am sure many of us here can relate to, is adversity. Adversity. If you are going nowhere in life, you will not get trouble. Nobody will bother you. The problem with potential is that it is often revealed at a time when there is a contradiction between the picture you see and your current reality. And so the revelation of your potential is what brings the trouble or the warfare. You stand up and you say, I am going to build this. I am going to become this. I am going here. Then the warfare starts. If you want a quiet and uneventful life, don't dream and don't try to influence anything. Hello? But when you reveal your potential and you show what you can become, 
it creates a unique problem for you. Do you relate to the future you are seeing or your current reality? Now, when Joseph spoke to his brothers and said to them, one day you will bow. I'm wondering if after that, he began to behave like the best thing that ever happened in the family or he recalled and went back to who he was before. But there's one thing about a dream. When a dream touches you, you can never be the same. It is very difficult, very, very difficult to catch a dream and pretend. It will drive you. It will force you. It will push you. And so a combination of the love or the inexplicable favor and the dream that Joseph had attracted a 13-year period of struggle. 13 years of hard labor. 13 years of adversity. First, there was conspiracy to murder him. His own brother said, there comes the dreamer. Let's catch him and kill him. Maybe people may not plan to kill you. But one thing is certain. When you come out there with a big dream and big aspirations, you will face resistance. Next, they threw him into a pit. Then they sold him to Ishmaelites. And then they also sold him to Potiphar, maybe for a profit. And then he was wrongfully imprisoned. Put all this together. And I don't know about you, but if it was any normal human being, you will ask yourself, "Ah, I dreamt that I will become somebody great. Since then, it's been one trouble after another and after another. Where is the greatness I saw in my dream? I dreamt I would build a business. I dreamt I would become a CEO. I announced that 10 years from now, watch me. Mine will be the springboard story. I have sometimes a young person walking up to me and saying, 10 years from now, I will stand on this stage and mine will be the story that others will be listening to. And then you live here and from being sacked from school for school fees, you are wrongfully accused of what you haven't done and it's one trouble after another and after another. And you're asking yourself, "Ah, did we go or did we come? Sometimes in our lives, at the point where you think you are taking off into something big, your reality is that it is one trouble after another. What is the likely consequence? Anger, bitterness, fear, doubt, blame game, questions. If you don't understand the purpose of your pain, you can be bitter and you can be angry. I have some good news for somebody here. Every experience in the life of Joseph brought him closer to that dream. Every rejection you experience, every pain you experience, every hustle you experience is bringing you closer. Turn to somebody, tell the person, I'm getting closer. Tell the person, I'm not discouraged. Tell the person, I see the finishing line. Add some swag. Tell the person, I can feel it. Tell the next person, I refuse to be angry. And I refuse to be frustrated. I refuse to be bitter. Because I'm getting there. Wow. 
You know, that last betrayal, that friend you helped and they forgot you was the last straw. It was the last thing to help you say enough is enough and to move into your dream. Interestingly, sometimes you think you deserve more, but it doesn't happen and you get so angry. But relax. Every part of your pain has a purpose. The third thing we see or the third dimension of a world changer that we see in the life of Joseph was service. Now, this is one of the most important pillars in the story because many of us, that is where we fall short. Service. We want to become that CEO. We say, I wish I were the CEO of this company or I wish I were like this person standing on this stage. But the journey between where you are and where that person is requires service. It requires effort. It requires application. It requires diligence. It requires commitment. And that is often what we do not wish to commit. Service is the surest way to make that dream become a reality. Service means putting your abilities to work, your gifts, your talents, your qualities, your time. How much are you willing to invest in that talent? How much are you willing to invest in that natural ability? Your budget and your schedule are a manifestation of your priorities. If something is important to you, you put your money in it. If something is important to you, you put your time in it. If you are not willing to put in money and time, it's not important to you. If you say you love somebody, Valentine's Day, money and time. Tell somebody money and time. These two are very important indications of your priority. So three things I want to say about service. Number one is a culture of service. A culture. A culture simply means a lifestyle. A culture of service. Wherever Joseph went, he served. He served his brothers. He served in Potiphar's house. He served in the prison. And ultimately, he served Pharaoh. He served in good times. He served in bad times. He served in difficult moments. But he served. Service must be a culture and a lifestyle. The second thing I want to say about service is the ethics of service. Ethics of service. That means that not only must we serve, but if you want to be promoted to the highest level and be a world changer, you must draw some lines you will never cross. You must put some checks on yourself, your principles, your values, things that you say, this thing, I will never do it no matter how I am tempted. The ethics of service simply mean each of us must have the pillars that hold our lives. Now, when Mrs. Potiphar tempted Joseph, there was nobody there. So he could have said, well, under these peculiar circumstances, I'm sure everybody will understand. I am under authority and I'm being instructed. He said, I will not commit this act of wickedness against God. He didn't say against Potiphar. Why? Because in his thinking, 
when you are doing business, when you are working somewhere, you are working for God and not for man. So even if nobody will catch you, do the right thing because you are doing it for God and not for man. Joseph was so honest that it was said that Potiphar handed over everything to him and didn't know how much money, how much resources there were available in the house apart from what he ate. Tell somebody reliability. Tell the person integrity. Tell the person trustworthiness. The ethics of service. The third dimension of service is the progression of service. Progression. The progression simply means you cannot do something today and do it next year in the same way you were doing it in in this year. Every year, every period must see a significant improvement in what you are doing. Joseph started by sharing a dream with his brothers, that is friends and family, and not even understanding the import of the dream he was sharing. That was level one. Level two, it was in the prison where others had dreams and he would interpret them. It was a higher level because he was then able to bring meaning and direction to the chief butler and the chief baker. It was level two of a dream or level two of a talent and gift. And that simply means that for you and I sitting here, every ability given to us, we must raise it from one level to another at every time. If you are a speaker, if you are a business person, if you are a cashier, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a corporate executive, you cannot afford to do the things in the same way today as we were doing them last year. So level one, tell people a dream you don't understand. Level two, people get dreams and you interpret it. Level three, he took it into the governmental level, the national and international level. So Pharaoh gets a dream. He calms Pharaoh down. He interprets the dream and then also gives him a blueprint, a 14-year development plan. That is levels. Tell somebody levels. Tell somebody levels. If you want to become big in your gift, you must raise it to levels. Don't play Colts level or division one level. You must go to premiership and champions league. Tell somebody levels. Tell somebody levels. Tell the person sleepers don't reach levels. And eaters don't reach levels. Pinch the person and say levels, 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 levels. Are you ready to go to the next level? Today, your gift may be friends and family, a few unknown men, but if you are diligent in applying your gift, one day you will stand before great men. One day you will stand before somebody in authority. The final point I will share with you in the story of Joseph is the part we all like, the breakthrough. The breakthrough. It starts with a moment of truth. A moment of truth. At age 17, the young man had a dream that one day he would be great and that his friends, his family, and maybe even nations will bow to him. Like many of us, the dream was there, but how will it happen? He didn't know. And for 13 years, he had experienced betrayal, he had experienced adversity, he had experienced rejection, he had experienced pain. But one day, he woke up to a new sound. 
he was in prison and they came calling him Pharaoh is calling you right now Pharaoh is calling you probably they came with even armed men but even with that agency the account says first he washed down secondly he shaved his beard and thirdly he changed his clothes it is significant because there is a protocol for every occasion and the protocol for every office you can't dress anyhow for an interview you can't wear red shirt and red trousers for a corporate job interview so similarly he knew the culture of the country he was operating in and by rule you can't appear before pharaoh with a beard it's an abomination he knew it that means that in prison while others were complaining he was studying the philosophy studying the culture studying the protocol studying the ethics how else was a man in prison able to give a globally relevant solution he says pharaoh don't worry not only will this dream represent seven years of abundance and seven years of farming i have a plan right now for you gather in the seven years this percentage and there is actuarial analysis there is economic analysis there is political analysis there is um, agricultural analysis there is investment in it one solution had the whole economy of a country in it there was no rehearsal many of us would say if you had told me earlier i would have worked something for you there and then the young man coughed up a 14-year development plan why the answer is simple in your moments when nobody is giving you a chance don't complain prepare yourself prepare yourself quietly prepare yourself one day somebody will make a mistake and give you a chance and it may just be for 10 minutes or five minutes but that is your turning point let me conclude by saying that after giving that solution pharaoh was so impressed in fact he he pitched himself without pitching he says so you will need somebody to manage this process pharaoh said hey (laughs) but who can manage this thing more than you he gave him authority he gave him a crown he gave him gold he gave him chariots he gave him a wife he made sure that everything that a young man would need was provided what am i saying that when you provide relevant solutions and you prepare yourself adequately you may look like you are going through a season where nothing is happening in your life but correct positioning and preparation means that one day a door will open and when that door opens when you present your well-crafted solution from a person in prison with nothing you will be the next big thing that will be celebrated may somebody here rise to the very top may somebody here live out your dream may somebody here be the next big thing to come out of your family your community and even out of this nation may somebody here believe that it may be a small seed but it can become a mighty tree you are sitting here in this historic event today and an idea is bubbling in your heart it may be small but five years from now ten years from now may that be the idea that we will all gather to celebrate thank you and god bless you
Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-9900. You may also subscribe to amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,